Hello and welcome everyone to our podcast series, The Spotlight. I'm your host, Friederike Schnabel. Thanks a lot for tuning in. With me is Vincent Chenyot, Head of Research at General Investments. Welcome, Vincent. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Vincent, the start of the year has been wild. Can you please try and separate the wheat from the chaff? Well, in our 2022 outlook, we warned about financial returns likely to be much lower and more volatile this year. Uh, the turn of the year has been characterized by a sharp repricing of the central bank policy paths. The market is now pricing nearly five rate hikes uh, from the Fed this year. Uh, by end 2021, it was pricing only three. This reflects a toughening of the Fed stance. In the process, 10-year tips yield, or US real yields, have increased by nearly 50 basis points. For long, we've said real yields are the key anchor to cross-asset valuation. Such a rapid rise has inevitably rocked the boat. That being said, the Omicron wave is receding, And this will provide a welcome boost to economic growth, especially in services. The growth cycle has legs, in our opinion. This year, TUS is going to see a battle between the ongoing recovery and profit growth on the one hand, and policy tightening on the other. That will make for a volatile year. Some compare 2022 to 2018, a year of Fed hike and quantitative tightening. Should we worry? Well, 2018 started with a flash crash and ended with an equity sell-off. It was a very poor year for financial returns. 2022 will not be that bad. First, 2018 was the second year of a significant Fed tightening. Second, business expectations turned negative in spring 2018, and we expect economic sentiment to be more resilient this year. So the comparison is too pessimistic in our view. That said, the risk is that the Fed continues to surprise to the hawkish side. We predict four rate hikes and the start of quantitative tightening this summer. Uh, the market is pricing slightly more. The faster and bolder the Fed, the stronger the headwinds for risk assets. The Fed is now much focused on taming inflation, but they will not want to destroy the recovery. We expect bond yields to rise further, but at a slower pace. We continue to predict positive returns in equities in 2022, especially in Europe, but it will be a volatile journey. And what about the ECB? The ECB will be shocked to see that inflation stayed above 5% in January, with core inflation only receding slowly uh, now at 2.3%. The round of wage negotiations will be very important. Already in Germany, we're seeing some difficult discussions. In this environment, it looks increasingly likely that the ECB will raise rates in 2023. Forward rates are already pricing 30 basis points of hike from the ECB this year. So quite a lot of bad policy news already priced in. This reinforces our view that the rise in long-term rates will slow from here. Keep in mind that financial volatility and debt sustainability issues will create a self-correcting mechanism capping long yields. Vincent, do you think the January cleanup and rotation are now well advanced? 
investor sentiment and equity positioning are much less stretched. Yet, somewhat surprisingly, global equity funds have continued to see inflows this year. So we're not completely clear on the positioning front. Importantly, Powell said the Fed would be nimble in this cycle, as opposed to gradual in the previous one. Gradual meant predictable. Nimble means more agile, data-dependent, and possibly faster. This makes for a more volatile trading. Regarding rotation, our preference for value stocks over growth has sped up very well this year. We see more potential there. Energy stocks are benefiting from the upside pressure on energy prices. Financial stocks will gain from an orderly rise in bond yields. The value growth long short strategy will slow from here, but still has upside. So to conclude, how to adjust portfolios and investment strategies in this more challenging environment? With inflation proving sticky, energy prices pressured to the upside and the global supply chain normalizing very slowly, keep a preference for assets that are resilient to high inflation and rising yields. That includes real assets, viable rate products such as private debt uh, or value stocks. In the liquid space, we buy the dips in equities and still recommend a small overweight. We expect credit to stay resilient amid the recent spike in risk aversion, uh, still benefiting from ECB support, low defaults and solid profits. The US dollar has further upside near term, we expect a reversal of fortune later in the year as the global recovery keeps a lid on the anti-cyclical currency. Thanks a lot, Vincent, for sharing these valuable insights with us. Thank you all for tuning in and hear you soon.